Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles, episode 168. It's uh, ten past midnight, which means that it's now Friday the 23rd of March, 2018. Another week rapidly coming to an end. Um, gosh, you know, today I had so many things on my list to do, but um, basically I ended up achieving, like, one thing. But it was very important. Um, basically, I needed to compile a document that summarised some of the key things around the interior of the hospital um i mentioned i think in a previous episode that we have a design agency who has you know been involved with doing our brand design and various design assets but are also going to be doing some of the interior design in the hospital and um yeah i just wanted to try and make sure that i had documented all of my thoughts many of which have been in the documents somewhere or other for quite a long time um yeah just you know so that whilst they're going to come back and present their ideas at some point probably next month maybe just to make sure that they understood you know what things were negotiable what were not negotiable some of the things i wanted us to try and achieve around color schemes um so for example there's some evidence to suggest that certain colors are more distressing or more stressful than others for the uh, dogs and cats that we're going to be treating and ultimately they need to be our priority so I want us to use colors that are considered to be low stress and various other you know things that I want in different parts of the hospital that they're involved with so I thought it was you know important to document all of that information and then there's other areas you know where basically I'm looking for their input to solve how we afford how we do things in an affordable and yet aesthetically pleasing kind of way um so yeah so you know like it took a long time to get that document done but it's definitely time well spent so everything else get punted uh, until tomorrow um and tomorrow i'm also going to spend some time with the hospital manager again because we need to just review some of the kennel suppliers and various other things that the project management team need to know um you know to continue to make progress with the project so it's been a bit quieter on the recruitment front today and, and no doubt tomorrow as well um hopefully pick things up again a bit next week but um yeah just got to try and keep you know the various balls in the air as it were um but um all good stuff really and uh the other thing is our funding is continuing to go very well i think our investment offer is still open um but i think we might close it probably next week actually um then we will have achieved our target and uh, that's all good really you know and i tell you what like i've had a few communications from people um you know investors i'll come on to that in a sec but um and you know it's lovely but like you get a really nice email from an investor to put some money in some of their own money into your project you've never met them they believe enough in the idea i think it's a a risk they're willing to take you know it's kind of cool really isn't it and um i hope we'll meet them all one by one but um if not before then certainly on the launch day on the launch event that we're going to have but um yeah so that's pretty cool uh on the investor front it's interesting because um we sent out our first kind of batch of share certificates today and have had the same email from three different people where they think there's an error on the certificates which which there isn't but um Basically, it's around the difference between what's called the nominal value of a share and the issue price or 
market value, if you will, of a share. Um, the nominal value is essentially the price of a share that you register when you register your company. And if you weren't going to go on and take on investors, etc., then basically what happens is you say, when I register my company, I'm going to register this number of shares at this price. Whatever that equates to, you as the person that's registering the company are in theory liable for if the company was to go bankrupt. Um, you know, so if you registered 100 shares for a pound, then you'd be liable for 100 pounds, etc. And so, we, you know, different companies do things differently. Because we knew we were going to have lots and lots of shareholders, we issued a huge number of shares at a very, very low nominal value at something like... Um, Gosh, I think it's uh, a tenth of a penny, maybe something like that. I can't quite remember now. It's late, but you know, really not very much. Um, but so the share certificate shows the nominal value of the shares. But of course, people have bought shares at a price that we've put in our materials, which is actually 10p per share. And so the 10p is different from the nominal value. And you know, people who are not really familiar with investing um, think that there's an error with that number, and it should be 10p, not a tenth of a p, um, which is totally understandable. And to be honest, I'd have made the same mistake myself until such time as I started to learn about these things. You know, then I got an email from somebody else who's clearly a more seasoned investor, and he didn't have that question because he obviously understands. So, yeah, it's just lovely to see that people that even that haven't invested before in anything much, um, you know, are kind of like still supportive and positive and enthusiastic and you know willing to put in some of their money so yeah so it's just really cool really and um, it'll be good to get to know our investors and shareholders um, a bit more as time goes on so that's cool um and then the other thing is today i think i mentioned that you know the business park that we're on there's a newsletter that goes out and they'd offered to put us on the front cover as it were and let the whole business park know that the ralph is coming and uh, so Stacy shared with me the draft copy today and a couple of images that we'll use. And that's kind of really our first um, promotional material that's going out since we've had, you know, certainty around funding and timing. So we're obviously going to do a lot more in the weeks and months ahead. But um, that's kind of the first one that I'm not sure. I think she said it would go to print uh, next week or something like that. So anyway, um, cool. Now what I want to do is to just change tack a little bit um, and again without going into specifics and you know not naming people um, one of my friends let me know yesterday that somebody she knows had committed suicide and he was a youngish vet another vet the death toll continues to rise with vets committing suicide and who on the face of it appeared to mask things very well and you know from encountering him during the course of her work she would never have known that he was struggling in that regard but this is the whole point isn't it really um and you know just i think it was last week or the week before there was a news item about two vets somewhere in the same town or the same state in the usa that had committed suicide and over and over again we hear that it's the profession with the highest suicide rate I think I've talked about this before, and the speculation as to why that might be. Uh, some of the things or some of the ideas that are suggested are, you know, it's a combination of vets being, by nature, kind of high achievers, people who put a lot of pressure on themselves, 
You then throw in the challenges of a vocational sector, a health case, a healthcare sector. People often working very, very hard, long hours, they're tired. They're not being remunerated for the most part very well for what they do. Um, you then got the issue of the fact that, you know, there's the challenges of compassion fatigue and burnout, um, which apply equally to human healthcare too, of course. And then you layer in the fact that many of these vets are euthanizing animals on a regular basis. So they're kind of around that aspect and death, um, then some people argue, well, they have means or they have access to the means to commit suicide. They have access to, you know, drugs that we use to euthanize animals with that obviously at the right dose could also kill a person. Um, then there's all the stigma around mental health and, you know, it's a, it's a sector where traditionally, I don't know, it was kind of like you just shut up and worked hard and didn't complain and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I would argue that you also then have to layer in this whole finance stuff, right? So, you know, as the uh, sector has undergone corporatization and venture capital-backed consolidation and, you know, it's a hot sector from an investment point of view, many people have got another layer of pressure on them now, which is what, you know, what is their revenue performance like? Are they meeting those targets? etc you know so you put all of those things together in the mix and of course you could flip down its head and say there are some independent practices that are struggling to stay afloat and that in, in and of itself is another layer of pressure right so you put all these different things together and um you know i guess we're looking for explanations but the point is that it's clearly a problem and you know so much of the ralph thesis is based on doing everything we can to mitigate a number of the things that I've just run through, um, you know, to do the very best that we can to make sure that we look after our people. But also, I've always said I want us to try and build community with our referring practices and try and reach out to them and share the resources and support that we are providing for our people with our community, you know, um, and all the wellness initiatives and talks and educational stuff that we will do how do we share that with our referring community? You know, so try and become a, a center of support, if you like, for people in our referring community as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, just to change the topic, really. And of course, gosh, you don't need me to tell you. Um, this whole thing about my whole thesis about, you know, how you develop yourself as an individual to take you to a point where you have amazing perspective, self-awareness, detachment, deconditioning, you know, all those things. Um, so all those things I mentioned before hopefully impact you less and less, you know. Um, that's a, a journey, a lifelong journey, really. But, um, yeah, you know, hard to imagine the, the uh, despair and the a downward spiral that someone goes through and you know like this person on the face of it you wouldn't have known um, so anyway, I'm gonna um, catch you tomorrow um, in the meantime I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say take care today to be honest really because I think you know love positivity compassion optimism
kindness, self-care. Just there's so many things in life that um, are not important. And then there's so many things that are important. And oh, but we could get more people to focus on the things that really matter. Um, you know, that would be amazing. So anyway, take care. A big virtual hug from me. And I'll catch you again tomorrow. Cheers. Bye-bye.